Hi, and welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Emma, and with me I have Grace. Hello. Hey. How are we? I mean, another day. Another day. Another day. Another day. (laughs) Another tech issue facing the Dunking Biscuits crew. But we're here. Um, Classic on and off again solved it, so if anyone's in doubt, just turn it off. Then turn it back on, and it should be fine. Exactly. (laughs) It's like the great man from the IT crowd said. So good. So good. Um, Please enlighten us with a great good news story. Okay. Well, this week we are traveling to WA, which is a place I really want to go to one day, um, where a 17-year-old boy has miraculously, miraculously survived a shark attack off the south coast, saying he's he owes his life to a mate who piggybacked him two kilometers across the rocks. Like... Three things there. Yeah. Piggybacking someone while injured, they add a bit more dead weight because they literally can't carry themselves. Mm-hmm. Two kilometers, mm-hmm. that's a very large amount. That's 2,000 meters. It's yeah. like just over a mile for our non kilometer speaking metric. <laughs> yeah. metric. Whichever ones we are. <laughs> and then across rocks. Like, hectic. Yeah. So Luke Pascoe was spearfishing off Mistaken Island near Good Beach, uh, south of Albany, WA where he was bitten by what he believes was a five-meter-long great white shark. Um, and his friend Massive. Connor Shirley quickly jumped into action. Huge shark, like five meters, oh, my God. Um, Connor was the one that helped him back onto the rock and piggybacked him two kilometers along the rocks back to the car and drove him to the hospital. Luke says he owes his life to him and he was lying in bed last night and he was just thinking how lucky he is to still be there. Um, he had three lacerations to his lower legs, um, which was still bandaged. So this happened on Monday, and he was obviously still bandaged up on Tuesday, I would hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told the ABC he had shot a fish while diving in 10-meter deep waters, which attracted the shark. And then the predator then took a chunk out of Luke as he rose to the surface. So Luke knew he said knew the risks of diving, and he's not angry at the shark. It's more his fault than the sharks, which he said, which I think, like, it's yeah. a great perspective to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he'll be focusing on rehab for his leg, but he is going to get back in the water. So it hasn't turned him off it, but just amazing. To survive a shark attack. Wild. Holy smokes. Yeah. Nuts. I like, I think, unfortunately, um, sharks do get a bad rap because oh, for of sure. um, their deadly nature. But I actually think <laughs> sharks are incredible animals like just the variety that they have the strength yeah the um i don't know quite cunning animals like they're they seem quite intelligent to um in their way of hunting etc and i am also in the same mind as this young gentleman i don't know if it's just when you grow up by the ocean you just sort of respect the fact that you're actually in their environment and yeah like they're not yeah getting up on land and attacking us so i think like if you're in the water like surely and it's their nature is to you know is to like you know they they need to they need to eat you may have looked a bit more like a seal than maybe a yeah. human and they thought oh sweet i love seal yeah and they had a, had a bite and was like no seal and then left like he wasn't it's chewed. a fact that sharks don't like the taste of human or is that just a myth I've never heard that, so I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Maybe I'll do some research. But yeah, like I've heard it that like they like obviously like they go for like people on surfboards because they see the shape and think it's like a seal, and then when they bite into it, it's like oh, human, ew. Yeah. Um. 
Well, I don't think we're completely very fashy, like. Yeah, especially compared to a seal. No offense to our seal yep. community, but um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, great story, Survivor. Unbelievable. Good job, Luke. Yeah, and good job to his mate more than anything as well. Yeah. Was it Connor? Yeah. Connor Shirley. All right. Hero. <laughs> All right. Enough about other people. Let's get selfish. What's your win? Um, we successfully went away for the weekend as a family Woo! unit. Um, I'm going to go through some pros and cons. Pro. Okay. Um. I had asked someone who goes to the area regularly, one of our good friends, um, and asked for things to do in the area. And um, so I had an idea, but I didn't plan anything. It was more like we just had ideas of what we can do. Um, I obviously pre-booked our accommodation. I booked our accommodation based on what we needed rather than what would be really nice. So we needed someone that was more on the cheaper side. child friendly um and with child activities because we're most likely to be stuck in that area um cons it did pour with rain on the sunday so yeah not the nicest weekend no we had a really the morning on the saturday we had the best it was so still we went for this amazing walk um walk strong because um our baby was on in a um uh a carrier on Jeff. Is that where you like strap her to you? Yeah. And then yeah. our other daughter Mackenzie was like pretty into it for about 500 meters. And then I carried her most of the way. Um, yeah. So walk, it was more like a strength and conditioning session for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, carrying a 15 kilo child. Um, but it was really nice. It was really still, it was beautiful weather. And basically as we finished and we went for a cruise around the town, just to have a look around because I'd not been there personally, and um, it started to get like gloomier and darker, yeah, and colder, and basically, um, you know, unfortunately, it is a time of year where it is very wet, so we're very lucky to get some good weather, and um, definitely would like to go back to the same place. They had like a you know the giant. Um, pillows that you can jump on oh um, yeah yeah they had this thing called a, a, a pump track which is like um a bmx um track that you just yeah, put cool. up and they had an indoor water park which was epic oh sweet so um very entertaining very time consuming perfect what you for wet weather like they were like you know you can sort of do whatever yeah well yeah indoor yeah and we brought our own food so that was a um you know we could just sort of do what we needed with that because of the cabin yeah so really good um yeah very nice we went it was a win because we just needed to get out and do something and it was our first little family trip away just by ourselves so that's so exciting yes it was really it was really how good. how did the gals go sleeping in an unfamiliar environment um i feel like uh Ginny may not have noticed because she, no, she, she was pretty she was whatever um, I will yep. tell you a funny story. So, at home, Mackenzie can't undo her doors. So, if yep. she wakes up in the morning, she just, we can hear her playing in a room. And she's done that whole whole life. She sort of just stayed in the area until we yep. get up. Not that we're, until you release her. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and I woke up on Saturday morning. I woke up and I was like, why am I awake? Because I couldn't hear um, Genevieve. And I was like, 
what's I, I had this weird sense and I went out there and I um anyone anyone who's a mum out there I don't know if dad's got the same sort of vibe but it's a weird thing anyway you sometimes you just wake up and you just need to go see if your baby's breathing for no reason like there's no reason why the baby sh- shouldn't be breathing but as a baby who had sleep apnea <laughs> I feel like my parents can Definitely relate <laughs> anyway so I went out there and I was, I was like on a chest so Genevieve was in a like a bassinet on the table um, like the kitchen table sort of thing and I was yeah. looking around the room and then I saw this figure in the corner you can imagine I'm like what is that and then I realised it's Mackenzie standing in silence outside her door how long has she been out there and I was like oh that's creepy I was like Mackenzie she's, mer- like, she's just like hello and I was like hey sweetie and she's like mummy so I'm like have you been out here for hours like <laughs> Like, what is going on? Because she could open that door. And so it was so weird. <laughs> and so our morning started a significantly earlier than I would probably have wanted oh, that's it. kind of creepy. Like, <laughs> so her just, like, was, standing there like, it was, But, like, why didn't she call out to us? Why didn't she say, like, <laughs> hello? Or, like, I don't know if she yeah. just didn't know where to go. Like, she didn't know, like, because obviously you yeah, didn't like, cry. But she didn't cry. She didn't, it was just, it was so creepy. Like, she was wearing these, like, um, p- light pink jammies so I could see the jammies but not really see her oh, anyway. yeah anyway I was like oh, I'm gonna turn some lights on because I can't I'm not very comfortable <laughs> with what's happening here anyway so my child cu- might murder me right yeah, now yeah some- we had some cuddles and made some toast and watched ABC Kids but it was just like it was yeah it was one of those moments where I'm like why did I wake up it was just it was just a combination of weirdness and then her just standing there not talking yeah just, just like because I, I think she might have been scared of what like of me as well because she didn't know where was maybe not where we were sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Good time. Oh, I feel like I feel like the heebie jeebies from Mackenzie. <laughs> you know, it's not like she did intentionally. She was just standing. No, there. no. It's just, just weird. Yeah, I think so I probably weird. just watched one too many horror movies <laughs> and just like the child standing in the corner. Mummy. But she didn't say anything. I was like, hello. Yeah. standing in the corner of a room staring at me (laughs) um what is my win my win okay this sounds so silly but Mm -hmm. i got my nails done i mean oh they're nice um yeah i'm like super excited it's the one thing i don't like about football season is i can't have my nails done Mm -hmm. not because like they don't check our nails before every game but just like they're just a hazard yeah you can't mark a football properly with nails on so football season finished on sunday we were in the grand final we lost by two points the score was 19 to 17 which is annoying but like going into the game someone had to lose Mm -hmm. annoying it was us but like it's what it is oh well i'm not i'm not that kind of team yeah so they've been undefeated since 20 last time they lost the game was 2019 so obviously like we didn't play in 2020 so like Mm -hmm. that skips a year but um but yeah so they they were the ones to beat and unfortunately we can do it but that's okay um but yeah so i got my nails on yesterday after work and that was nice (laughs) so good so so yeah um can you describe to the listeners what you went for was there a particular style i'll use one of them done oh like so they're white i wanted them to be like a bit of a lighter pink but you know how the nail colour never 100% matches. So they're quite white, but then they've got like a fluoro pink tip on the top. So it's kind of like 
a French one, mm-hmm. but in reverse and like bright pink instead of like pastel pink. It's like so a yeah. fluoro pink. Yeah, like yeah. it's very bright. I sent Jack a photo and like in the photo it kind of looked red. He's like, I thought your fingers were bleeding. And I was like, oh god, no. <laughs> Nothing like that. Such a, um, so, yeah. such a stereotypical male response of not yeah. knowing just what to say. Look at say. it quickly, but uh, <laughs> just, just compliment. That's what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do love that um, the one exciting thing about football also finishing was we're like, oh, we can record this earlier. And then I got held up at tutoring tonight and then you were watching the block. So we're actually recording this Super later late. than we normally would. <laughs> um, so yeah. Wins anyway. around for us. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thriving. Thriving. This week we are talking about books and we are starting our next um, episode on... Chapter? Chapter. I'll start it. like mini-series, <laughs> um, talking about book club. And I find book club one of those idealistic situations where everybody has read the book, everybody's talking about the book, and it's a really good environment. When really the type of book clubs I've been in is basically people read a book they pass it around the group and you can't really talk about it because someone hasn't read it yet so I would say personally I've not been in a like a book club where you sit and discuss the book I've been in a book club or a book sharing club probably more than a yeah. book club where books are passed around the group but yeah I find it really weird because people are like oh it's a really good book but you can't talk about it because not yeah, someone hasn't read it yet. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. If, have you been in a what we would say a traditional book club? No, I haven't. I have a few friends who are part of one, so and it sounds really good, but I just like I just remember in high school or like in uni, if someone like for a class or something I had to read a book, I just hated it. I hate being told <laughs> what to read. Like you have to have had this read by this date. Yeah. I will put everything ahead of doing that one job even though I love reading I read every night before I go to bed but mm-hmm. I get to choose my book so I've never been part of a successful book club I want it is kind of like one of those like idealistic things that like you know I would love to try like properly maybe one day we did try set one up but it never took off I think it was so, more like we just shared books that's what I mean like we did yeah we just sent we them around really the, group. Did the club part but yeah because the other thing is is like it's a it can be like a financial mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. like um obviously last week we were talking about libraries so obviously you can try your best to get it from a library um but like availability they might not even have it so that could always kind of be a barrier mm. but would love to try one yeah probably won't though <laughs> <laughs> let's be realistic i think i think you have to figure out why what you want to get from the book club and if that yeah. is more about um sharing more of a social a, thing or a, something yeah as well, a social maybe? thing or is it more about trying to become like a bit more intellectual in your book knowledge or is it more to become better at reading like is it more of like you need to read this so then you'll read more like why are you part of the yeah book club, I, I guess so yeah i think that's like a good starting point so for a book club to function efficiently it needs to have Um, an order in place that differs depending on where you are and how you want to structure the event Um, and as Mm -hmm. a member it's your responsibility to follow the book club etiquette that is 
part of your book set yeah yeah so um i would say the most challenging part and i think this happens just in general in any time you have a meeting or a club is people tend to lose focus on what the main task is and for book club i would say discussing books um and like creating an environment that's encouraging to like to have these discussions and um, enthusiasm for book reading whereas I feel like it could have some negative turns when people have different views on different characters so I think there's a few things that we should follow um the most obvious thing being part of a book club is (laughs) read the book that was literally the first thing I had written down. <laughs> I feel like it's so obvious, but yes, you need to make sure you're reading so you can be part of the discussion, so you can actually, um, you know, say what you want to say rather than what you should you think you should say. And what yeah. I mean by that is if you've only read part of the book and the character hasn't developed as much as it will by the end of the book, you can't really join in discussions. And also, if you haven't finished it, you might it might be ruined by going to such a book club yeah. as well. So I think like along those lines, uh, something I had noted down after that is read the book, mm-hmm. Yeah. but do not discuss the book until it's book club day because you might be a person who, I don't know, has some time off. You sit down, you read it in a day and then there might be people in your group who like me will put it off, put it off, put it off, read it in the last like three days or a week or something. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important is like read it but don't discuss it until you're allowed to. 100%. I definitely agree with that. Um, the next one is to be honest. So everybody has different opinions. And I think mm-hmm. we always say, like, you know, one of our main core parts of etiquette is being respectful. So just because you really love the book doesn't mean everybody's going to really love the book. Or just because you like this particular character doesn't mean you're going to like all characters. Um, and other people's character choices and so the idea is that you be honest um, about your opinion because you don't yeah. want to bandwagon and the whole idea with book club is to debate different ideas and different views like that's the point you're meant to be discussing this not be like oh I agree every what everybody else says like if you have different yeah. views obviously voice them and if you're more sincere with your feelings and talk about the book freely um, I think the club itself will feel more encouraging to do so. So the like you sort of, um, you know, preach your like views. Other people can preach their views as well. So I think being honest is really important. Um, I think so too. And I think sorry. like going into the like into the book club, into the meeting, like take a bit of time to actually. Like, I'm very old school that I have to, like, write everything down. Mm-hmm. But, like, write down what you are going to discuss, like, what you're bringing to the table. So that way, when it comes time, like, you can kind of really, like, articulate and remember, mm-hmm. like, what you, you were feeling, what you were thinking before kind of other people's opinions mm-hmm. came through. Mm-hmm. I um, so I think, like, kind of, like, really, like, kind of, like, hash out your own thoughts mm-hmm. as well before you go in. Which yeah. obviously could be hard if you're finishing the book the day before book club is due but <laughs> minutes yeah. in the car on the way <laughs> yeah exactly um, voice memos yeah the obvious next one is be on time because like every meeting you should be on time in general but i think <laughs> um it's just rude but 
also you may miss some points and then you might say something that's already been mentioned. So that's an obvious yeah. one. Um, the next one, keep an open mind. Um, you know, making sure that, you know, you've, you've read the same pages, but other people might have different interpretations of those pages. They may have yeah, exactly personal experiences that relate to those pages. So um, keep an open mind when having your discussions or listening to the discussion. Um, and I think with that, like, don't, like, keep an open mind, like, articulate what you want to put forward. But also sometimes, like, if you don't have a certain opinion or, like, based on who you are, there might not be something in the book that, like, kind of, like, spoke to you like it may have other people. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to be the centre of the conversation. Like, if it's, like, a group thing, like, don't steamroll the conversation. Yeah. And make it all about you. That's so funny because that's the next part. It's about respecting <laughs> and... um trying to interrupt other people so um being respectful but also um if you let people continue talking and they have their train of thought rather than interrupting them they're losing their train of thought they may not get the points across that they want to get across in about this particular book um if you have a counterpoint make a note of it and bring it up when they finish so maybe yeah. make sure you have you can do it your notes on your phone or maybe a notepad depending on how you work um, just make sure that you want to make um, put your fo- point forward, but not to interrupt um, the other members. Yeah, and I think, like, with that as well, um, I would say, like, don't have your phone out. It could be, like, perceived as rude. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but definitely, like, yeah, making sure that everybody gets their chance to speak their mind. Like, yeah. your thoughts aren't everything. Yeah. In um, a good dynamic. True, very true. In, the next one I've... <laughs> got down is interact so I think depending on how your book club is formed or how um, you met met the people in the book club it might be very easy to stick with your friends that you know Um, yeah I would say trying to talk to people that you're not as friendly with or new friends Um, basically because like say if Grace and I are in a book club I know what Grace likes to read and I could probably have an idea of how she interpreted the book because I know you whereas yeah. um, if it was with someone um, that you don't know or you not you may not know much about their personal lives they can interpret differently so they can give different points of view so I think yes obviously it's very easy and comfortable to sit with someone that you know um, try and branch out um, you, you probably learn a lot more and get more out of your book yeah for doing so that's yeah that's a really good one I really like that um, the next one this on this particular website I don't like. It says bring a gift. No. Nah. <laughs> I saw that, that when I was like looking and I was like, well, no. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm not about that. I don't like maybe like bring some like if you're all bringing like something to like to share to eat or mm-hmm. like that's okay. But yeah, I don't think that yeah, nah. You um, don't need to bring a gift. So the actual talking about the book. So um, there's different ways you can do it. You can have at different people's houses or you could go um to a certain area and have dinner and do whatever that way yeah um i think the easiest way to do it is at someone's house because you're not gonna be interrupted you're not going to be um ushered to leave because of a certain time people could might be more comfortable you don't have to dress up etc um and i think if you are hosting you are kind of like the um the person who is sort of in control of the um book club like i guess direction 
Um, obviously depends on your group, depends on how you function, but um, you do need to have someone to sort of get people back on track. So yes, obviously it's good to share antidotes, much as we we both know. Um, and it's yeah. also good to, you <laughs> might get off track, but you need to have someone to be like, all right, let's bring it back to yeah the middle. That was, yeah, something I had written down is um, f- at least for like the first part, make sure you actually talk about the book. Like yeah. that's why you're there. <laughs> Um, like you can, I know after like however long, an hour, two hours, whatever, yeah. I don't know, be like, okay, I think we've discussed anything. How's your family? Yeah. What's happening with this? Yeah. So I think like there's obviously a time and a place for it to be like a social affair and like that kind of chat. But I think like surely like the first part you chat about the book, like that's, that's what makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one I have different thoughts on, so I'd like to hear your okay. thoughts. The more... Mm the merrier mm, I think that's like a too many cooks in the kitchen mm, I'm like sure. with like obviously yes like you don't want it to be like exclusive and like you can't join our book club mm-hmm. but also like if it's a group of like 20 people a, a that's hard to organize to get all the people in the same spot at the same time we can't even manage that with our group of like five <laughs> um <laughs> and then like how long's it going to go for so everyone can say their piece? Yeah. Like, I would say, if I were to be in a book club, I would probably want, like, no more than six. Like, I would want it to oh, really? be, like... I thought like ten, six, yeah. because then if someone's away or they can't make it that week, you sort of have enough to sort of feel... Yeah, true. ...the void, but um, obviously ten doesn't Yeah, but I would... Lot. Yeah, and, and, like, same thing, like, trying to get ten people free... Like, once a month, once every two months or something. Like, could mm-hmm. be tricky. Yes, 100%. Um, the one thing that this particular article mentioned is um, you can you can bring other people to the meetings as long as you um, inform the person who is hosting it. Um, and, and as long as they've read the book. Yeah. And um, if you have a set of rules, make sure your guests know the rules. So, yeah, for example, true. like, if you can't state certain things or, you know, you're not meant to bring up this particular topic or I don't know, whatever it is, um, just to yeah. make sure that everybody's on the same page. So what you mentioned before about coming prepared, um, so you need to make sure that you have, you might have um, book discussion questions that are emailed out the week before. Um, so yeah, everybody true. can have... Um, an answer to certain questions so you sort of have prompts ready and there'd also there would be like hundreds of websites surely where they have those questions listed so if you're feeling uninspired like like even in some of the like back of the books i've got they've got like questions for your your book club so yeah yeah. i would definitely do that if i had if i wrote a book i would be like yeah get your friends to read this so um yeah book club um, I think it's really important. I think it makes people feel more comfortable because they don't have to prepare their own things. They kind of they yeah, already have true. notes made. Um, so the last the other one that I want to sort of mainly talk about is discussions, not arguments. So yeah, you want it to be a nice space. Always discuss. Keep keep your conversations to the like to directly linked to the book. Um, but don't start thinking just because someone has a different view, they're trying to contradict your view. They're just, that's yeah. just, it's just a different view. It's not them trying to make. Like they probably didn't go into it knowing that they were going to be opposing you. Mm. 
Like, it's just their thoughts. Yeah. And I think it's really important that, um, again, you're just respecting people's opinions. And it's just an opinion because you may have read the same book, may have had different interpretations. Um, I think if you have a book club at your house, you should provide some food and drink just to make sure that people are going to be... Yeah, um, like refreshments. Yeah, and as always pretty much the overarching theme of anything that we talk about is make sure you don't have your phone on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Obviously, okay. One final yeah. thing I wanted to add yeah. is share the load or like have like a roster for who decides the next book. Because yeah. A, takes the burden off one person. Yeah. B, different interests. So mm-hmm. like one person might pick like, I know, like a gritty crime book and then the next one might do like a romance mm-hmm. and things like that. So getting different people in, different books... Um, like different ideas, different stories. So I think like, and that should be decided in advance. Yeah. So I think like at, so say we're meeting for March book club mm-hmm. in March, we discuss the old book, start the new book and nominate the someone to, yeah. 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 So that way, you know, in advance, you've got time. Yeah. And if you, if you know the book, the next month's book, it might be better off because you might have a busy month that one, so you read it before that month as well. So yeah, I don't like think you should have do like, like three books in advance, but I think you should you should know the next book. That makes the sense. next, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. My recommendation for those who um, are trying to find a book list, etc. Um, I use Hello Sunshine, which is Reese Witherspoon's book club. And I, oh, just, yeah. I just have it open on my um, phone on a, what if it's called, like a internet tab? page. What is it? Tab? Thank you. I was like, tab? what am I trying to talk about here? <laughs> um, and so um, I just, if I'm trying to find a book, I'll just go onto there and look up a certain book. And um, they tend to have lots of things I want to read. So that's just my recommendation. If you're trying to find a list of books... Yeah. Um, also, the Shameless Book Club is a pretty good one. Oh, so, yeah, like, they really do good. a monthly book where mm-hmm. they also then record a podcast. So, obviously, you can't discuss it with them because it's a pre-recorded podcast, <laughs> much like this one. Um, but like, I I don't keep in line with their books. But like, if I'm doing like a Booktopia order, I'll like kind of have a look at their like kind of past few months mm-hmm. and see if any of them jump out to me because those two girls are my age, similar bracket. Yeah, I feel like we have similar tastes. <laughs> Pretty much so that one people. works for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, I think it's it's hard though because um, when being part of a book club and if someone's choosing the books, they they might not speak to you as much as you want, and I yeah. think it can be really challenging. So like personally, I don't like reading war books. Like nothing no, about that interests and- me, and. I'm just like that's there's nothing that I if someone was like oh book club and the first one we're doing is I don't know the bronze horseman and like I know that's a very good series but I'm just like I'm just not it's not for me it's just not well, it's like yet. like last year someone sent me the goal of trying to read all the Harry Potter books I still got two to go um because like I just like they like well written books obviously like they're like people love them. Mm-hmm. They're just not my vibe, though. Yeah. Like, I'm not into, like, the fantasy kind of stuff, which is fine. And that's, it is fine. Like, it's just, I think it's just, it's hard because you can't please everybody. And I think that's the yeah. main takeaway when choosing a book is that I would say choose a book that you want to read when it's your turn to choose. And that's, like, you know, 
that's as easy yeah. if you make it for yourself. And, and it may not hit the mark for everyone, but, yeah. like, not everyone's mark is going to hit you as well. So, yeah. and, fair. and I think some people might have particular book clubs. Like, they may only read Australian authors or they may only read, like, yeah, true. crime Female novels. authors. Yeah, or, and so yeah. I think um, when you're trying to find a book club, maybe be a bit more specific on how you're going to find it or how you're going to read into it. Um, get what I said there, read into it. And, um, yeah, <laughs> so I think... Choosing the right club is also really, really important. So do your research. Yeah. Um, and I know it sounds really weird, but if you're making your own book club, make sure there's real rules that everybody agrees on. Um, yeah. Have decided like together. Like a system. Yeah. So then like, everybody's on the same page and making it easy yeah. for everything. So, yeah, that's that's what... That all sounds really good. Yeah. Did we have anything else from your do's and don'ts list? No, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Oh, perfect. I'm, I'm yeah, love that. Love that. That's really good. Um, my last thing would be um, if there's no prompt questions that I've provided, maybe um, as the host you can have one question at the end um, to pro- like to put out there or something as like a surprise question so it kind of makes your yeah, book a bit different. So um, the host must have a question prepared. And oh, it could yeah, be something, like something simple as, like, um, I don't know, would you date this character or would yeah. you recommend this character to a friend? Uh, you know, just something just... Like, yeah, like just like something a little, like... Off the cuff. Stage left, yeah. Not um, particularly highbrow. <laughs> like, just just <laughs> something sort of, like, lighthearted, I guess. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think that would be a nice way to end your book club yeah and, something a bit special um just so people know it's the end of book chat and you can talk about other stuff and just make sure it's really cut and, and dry and you know yeah. exactly what's happening so yeah that would be my final um tidbit i guess note yeah, yeah. i like that <laughs> i think that's a good place to end it as well brilliant um yeah we have one more episode of this mini series next week but um have a good week hopefully you have a good win and we'll speak to you soon yeah enjoy your reading of books have a great day <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>